Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Okay, we're in Perak Yud Ches Shir Beis. So last time we spoke a little bit about what Hasidus isn't. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about what Hasidus really is. Ramchal says, "V'hinei shorish Hasidus, the root of Hasidus, Masha Omer Chachamim is the final Ashrei Adam Shamola B'Toyra V'Oisanachas Ruach L'Yitzray." Uh, fortunate is the person who toils, who works in Torah, and uh, through that he gives uh, pleasure, nachas ruach, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the aside here, that the person first is going to learn Torah, is going to learn what's important to do, what's going to know what's important to do, and what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from his learning of Torah, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu really wants from him, and then his actions that he will do, and the chumras and different things he'll take on, will be things that will give nachas ruach to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And to understand this better, the mitzvahs that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us, Shulchan Aruch, etc., etc., the basic chiyuvim, they're known, we know when you're supposed to do and when you're not mochayiv to do and what the rules are uh, for every mitzvah in the Torah. Omnam, however, a person who really loves HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, uh, with a really, really big love. He will not suffice himself by just doing that which the Torah demands of him and what everybody else is to do. He will act toward HaKadosh Baruch Hu like a son who loves the father. If the father will just give a hint to the son, that he would like something, so as soon as the, the, the son gets a whiff of the fact that the father, this may, be, this may please him, this may be something he wants, he will jump right away to do it because of his tremendous love. Even though the father didn't say it out really, or maybe just hinted to it. But the son knows the father well and knows just from the hint that the father gives or maybe the little kvetch of his, uh, his hand or his, the blink of an eye what the father really wants and he will run even though to do it even though the father didn't say b'feirish. Since he knows that this will give his father pleasure. And he's not going to wait for the father to give him a zog. Please go do this exactly for me right now. Or he's going to say it a second time. So in other words, what he's saying is, what Ramchal is saying, is that the Mid of Hasidus comes from Ahava, from Abbas Hashem. And Abbas Hashem means that a person is going to go beyond that which is uh, uh, explicitly said and is going to try to get to the root of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. As the Altar said, Altar Midavadik says, what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu really want of me? And then we'll take that and we'll go do it without even being told, without even having to be uh, uh, commanded to do it. 
And that's the aside that we're talking about, Ahava. And we explained this once before a little bit with the marshal of a, of a, of a, of a, of a child who wants to bring the, uh, a breakfast for the parent. And, uh, you know, there, you, you can bring the breakfast, like we said, you could bring it with a, a shear. You can say, what's a shear of a breakfast? So it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a revius of orange juice and it's a bear and an egg. You know, so you take a, a cup, a little paper cup with a little orange juice and you take a hard-boiled egg and you put it down and that's how you eat breakfast. And you are, you've done the tzivu, you have baruch, so to speak. But if a person has ava, then they're going to make it as an omelet, they're going to make a beautiful plate and they're going to, uh, um, you know, uh, put a flower and they're going to make sure it's freshly squeezed and a whole big glass and not just a little bit. And, and it'll be a beautiful meal that they'll put in front of a parent. Because that's that extra stuff is what they're doing is where they show their ava. That's how you show the ava. And here there are again a number of maizim. There are probably many, many, many others as well. But to try to understand how uh, how Gedolei Torah viewed the Indian of Hasidus. So there's a famous story that's told about Rav Chaim Eiser, that one time he was not well, and it was during Sukkot, and uh, a, a visitor came to visit him, and uh, the visitor came and uh, you know Chaim Eiser said to him. I want to apologize that I can't sit with you in the sukkah because I'm a chayla. I can't go in the sukkah. I'm a chayla. And I know you have to sit in the sukkah, so you, you unfortunately will have to sit there alone. And I feel bad, but I'm, I apologize. And the Ayurach said, okay. And he went into the sukkah and he sat there by himself. And a short time later, Chaim Meiser came and joined him in the sukkah. And the Ayurach said to him, what happened? I thought the, the Rav was sick. He's not supposed to come in the sukkah. So uh, the Chaim Meiser answered, you're right. I'm a chayla who's part of an asukah, but there's another chiyav here, and that's the chiyav of hachnas And there you don't have a patura of being a chayla. And therefore, I have to sit with you to be makayim the mitzvah of hachnas because there I don't have the heter of being sick, and that's why he sat in the sukkah. So he was machmer on himself, but with a cheshben. Everything was done with a cheshben of understanding what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu want of me? He doesn't want me to have my guests sit alone in the sukkah, even though, forget it, even though I may be part of the mitzvah of sukkah. And similarly, there's a, these are very, very well-known stories. The famous story of the Vilna Gain. There was a year, one year, when there was uh, no Esrogim. It was very impossible to get an Esrog. And uh, the Gain obviously was very, uh, uh, you know, wanted to have it, an Esrog to, to uh, be Mekayim the Mitzvah. And there was, he sent a Shliach to go find an Esrog, and even at a very high price. And uh, this Shliach had a very hard time, but eventually he found an Esrog. It happened to have been very expensive. And, uh, you know, he uh, asked the guy what the price was. And in the discussion, it came out that he was taking this estrogen for the Vilna Gain. And right away, the person said, I don't want any money for it. I want to give you the estrogen for free for the Gain, but with one tonight. That I want to get the Kiyom, I want to get the Schar for the mitzvah of uh, the estrogen of the Gain. I want the, I want the Schar from that mitzvah. He can have the esrig, I'm, I'm for no money, I just want the schar of the mitzvah. And the person tried to dissuade him, he said, I can't, how am I going to do this? I'm going to come tell this to the guy, how's that going to work? And he said, uh, no, he was he was uh, very, very, very makbed on it. So he took the esrig, he brought it to the guy, and in Arab Yontif, the shliach had the, uh, uh, the chutzpah, I guess, or guts or whatever, finally went over to the guy and said, listen, this was the deal that this guy made it tonight, that uh, that uh, I'm only giving this asterisk that the schar is going to go to uh, to him, and to which the guy turned around and he said, 
Baruch Hashem, I can finally be Makayim, this mitzvah, completely L'Shem Shemayim, not for Schar, not, not for any other reason. So here you have a situation where, you know, the, the, where, where somebody could look at a situation and say, you know, I, I was Machmir, I, I got this Esrug, and I was willing to give away the Schar even for this Esrug, because it's, uh, it's, uh, it, 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 it is that important, it is that, 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 uh, that Choshev. And uh, one other story I'll tell you, this is uh, brought down in the Sefer of Shlomo Lawrence, has a lot of different maizim with different great gedolim. And he tells the story that the Kapishnitz Rebbe one year in America, um, he used to make a sukkah on his fire escape. Uh, and that's where he would sit outside and he would sleep in the sukkah on the fire escape, etc. And when he was much older, uh, the family was concerned for his health. And they didn't want him to sleep outside in the sukkah. They thought it would be dangerous for him, but he insisted. So one of the family members went to the to the Satmar Rebbe, Satsal, and he went to the Satmar Rebbe and asked, said, you know, this is a really big problem. The Rebbe doesn't want to listen. We feel it's going to be not healthy for him to sit in the sukkah, and he's insisting on sitting in the sukkah and uh, um, uh, to sleep in the sukkah. So right away, the Satmar Rebbe took his hat and his coat, and he said, I'm going right now. And he went to see the Kabbish Rebbe. He went in, and they started to have a diyun, and they started talking about different dinyanim. And along the way, the Satmar Rebbe said to him, by the way, I see you're really not well. I hope you're not planning to sit in the sukkah, to sleep in the sukkah. So he said, no, I am planning to sleep in the sukkah. I should sleep in the sukkah. It's a very important mitzvah. And the, the Rebbe tried to explain to him why it's not the right thing to do because of his condition. And at one point in the discussion, the Kapishas Rebbe turned to Satmar Rebbe and he said, let me ask one question. If the Satmar Rebbe himself was in this matzah that I am right now, would the Rebbe sleep in the sukkah? And right away the Satmar Rebbe stood up and he said, have a good yontif, and he left. He understood that this was a, a, a chsidus that was taken on by the, by the, uh, by the Kapishnitz Rebbe with, with cheshben. It wasn't just done haphazardly. And once he understood what exactly what was going on here, he, he, was, he, he said himself, I have nothing more to say to the situation. And he left. So the Ramchal continues, We see this all the time between people who love each other, who are friends or, or uh, spouses, between a parent and a child. If you really have tremendous love, that person will say, I don't need to know all, uh, to have everything told to me. I understand already what the other person knows, wants me to do, and what they would make them happy, and I'm going to do it anyway. He will anyway do for the other party that which will make the other party feel good. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.